You are tuned into the Dr. Tina Show with Dr. Tina Moore. For more, visit drtina.com. On this episode of the Dr. Tina Show, I'm going solo. I'm going to share with you some of my favorite tools to make 2023 the best year yet. I think that over the course of my lifetime, I have watched the health and fitness industry turn into the craziest circus sideshow. And I have subsequently watched human beings become the most obese creatures when you consider what other mammals are doing. I would say their dogs are probably on par. If you're old enough to remember back when most everybody was actually lean and there was like a kid or two in our schools that had a true glandular disorder. Now I say none of this to fat shame. This is reality. Human beings are in big trouble. It's atrocious. I went to the state fair this last summer and that was after everyone had come out of hiding for, from COVID and oh my goodness, like disaster. It's, it's an absolute disaster. And so it's not any one thing, you guys. It's not calories in, calories out. It's not cut all sugar and everything will be fine. It's not cut all carbohydrates and go keto forever and everything will be fine. None of that is the only one solution. The solution is multifactorial and we need to take into consideration some pretty complicated ideas around endocrinology, hormones, same thing. Endocrinology and hormones are the same thing. Um, Circadian rhythm, meaning our day and night exposure, timelines, light exposure, all those things, muscle mass, activity levels, how much you fidget during the day, literally how much you move during the day, just sitting around or doing tasks. Um, These are non-exercise expenditures of energy. All of these things factor in, right? Blue light exposure, um, computer screens, video games, the crap that is our food supply, just the ultra processed foods, the studies coming out in the past year alone on what ultra processed foods do to human beings is horrendous. And so we can complicate it and we can read books. You know, I can't tell you how many times patients said to me, Dr. Tina, what book should I read? And I'm like, just eat real food. Just, just eat real food. Just eat food the way that it comes from nature. How does it look when it comes off the farm? How does it look if God made it? How does it look when it comes off the tree or off the plant? You don't have to follow any fancy diets. I really don't consider myself a carnivore or any kind of fancy diet person. I simply eat the way that makes my gut feel best. And I've eaten the same way for a really long time. And it's mainly protein and very few carbohydrates and some fruit and some honey and some, you know, dairy. I might go for raw dairy if I can get my hands on it. I don't try to complicate things. I think that people have become too hyper really hyper obsessed with the details and to the point where they get themselves all kerfluffled and mixed up and backwards. And it's very frustrating. And your weight is not just contingent on what you put in your mouth, right? Like I said, are you getting daylight? Are you a night shift worker? Have you completely screwed up your circadian rhythm? Are you eating at the wrong time of day where, you know, times when your circadian rhythm you know, doesn't want you eating? Are you getting up and getting daylight in your eyeballs or are you inside in the dark all day? I live in Oregon. It's pretty easy to stay inside in the dark all day because it's dark outside. There's so many factors to this and it's not a simple one solution. We can't point to one thing and say, start here. And we can't take a pill and make it all better because if you don't shift all the lifestyle factors, 
it's never going to work. And it's not just about losing weight, folks. This isn't, again, this isn't a fat shaming situation. We do have a lot of extra adiposity happening to the human race and to our pets, our canines in particular. Uh, Did you know that when, this is very interesting. Did you know that when you go to the veterinarian, if your veterinarian can't palpate your dog's ribs, they tell you your dog's going to get diabetes. And so this is why I'm talking to you because the rates of type two diabetes are skyrocketing. It's crazy how many people are rocking metabolic syndrome. And you hear me go on and on about metabolism and metabolic health all the time. That's because that's the precursor to poor metabolic health is the precursor to diabetes. And people are walking around in that state for 10, 15, 20 years before they actually get diagnosed with frank diabetes. This is very concerning. I saw this in my practice constantly. And I had rarely did I see a person with normal labs when it came to their metabolic health. Most people were sitting on the edge, whether they were young or old or running marathons or you name it. The Really the people who had the best metabolic health hands down, regardless of how crappy they ate, to be honest with you, were people who lifted weights and strength trained. I had a lot of guys that I would see for various reasons and they would have really crummy diets, but they had great metabolic health because they strength trained. Now, as they got older, they lost that benefit. So there's just only so far that we can push this before we really have to pay the piper. And I don't wanna see you guys do what happens to so many Americans. Think about this for a minute. You know I'm speaking the truth here. People screw around with their diets for their entire life. They don't ever consider it. They don't, they eat whatever. I call it the whatever diet. It's the standard American diet. It's gotten worse and worse and worse, whatever's in front of them, right? And that's all fine and good in your 20s. You might deal with some pain, some aches, some, a lot of young folks actually are struggling and suffering immensely with skin issues, depression, all kinds of mental, emotional issues, anxiety, joint pain, gut, gastrointestinal pain, but they, they get through it. They, it's been normalized and they think it's okay. But when you get to your mid forties into your fifties and you're still behaving that way and you're still, maybe you're drinking too much or you're not lifting weights or you're really eating a crummy diet, it it will get you. It will come back and get you. And it is very challenging. If you ask a functional medicine doctor who has any lick of experience or a naturopathic physician or any of us who've been doing this a while, we'll tell you it's real hard to pull somebody back who's crossed that line in their late 40s, early 50s. It's much, much simpler to pull them back in their 30s very easy in their 20s. I mean, shoot, I could shift a few things around for lifestyle factors with a 25-year-old and things will shift very readily for them. But it becomes much more challenging as we get older and it's particularly difficult when you're in your 60s, right? And 70s, of course. That doesn't mean don't do it. It just means you're not gonna reap the benefits that you would have if you'd started much earlier. That said, I want for all of you to enjoy the most optimal health possible in 2023. These viruses are, it's trouble, you guys. We've got trouble brewing. I, I invite you to check out my Substack for more. I don't want to go into it too far here and take up the whole time. But we are seeing some troubles in the vaccinated folks with their immune systems. And I believe, and it looks to be showing that way, that these impacts are impacting the whole herd, 
because they're impacting the way the viruses behave, which is impacting the unvaccinated. And I am very concerned with what's coming down the chute for everybody. While I still hold true to the unvaccinated getting through things much more readily, um, I think that we will in time, all of us will be impacted by the immune systems of the highly vaccinated and what those immune system functions are doing to the behavior of these viruses so far as their virulence and definitely their transmission rates. So all that said, bottom line is what I said day one still holds true. The only way out is through. Really, the only way to get through all of this, because this virus itself and the vaccine tank out the immune system, you guys both do. Now, I think the vaccine does it at a much higher concentration, but the virus itself, every single time we get the virus, which we're all going to keep getting, I just got through it again. My family just all had it. Uh, First time for my parents, second time for my daughter, second time for me. We had everything on board though, so I really can't tell you how hard it was because... um, I was slamming the ivermectin, the hydroxychloroquine, the z pack, all the supplements. I had everything ready, right? And so I immediately started on all of them. I can't tell you how bad it would have been had we not had that on board. And even my parents are recovering, you know, so far so good. They're about midway through it right now. And it was a little dicey for my dad for a few days there because he's got a lot of comorbidities, but we got through it. And I, I say this because I have a lot of compassion for folks who don't have access to all of that stuff. And I think it's horrendous what our governments have done by not giving us access to these simple, inexpensive, safe medications and early treatment protocols. But the one thing that no one's talking about, including all of the big stars like Peter McCullough and and Malone, and like these guys mention it on the fly. And I've heard Ryan Cole talk about it a little bit, but how we live our life, how we gauge our lifestyle, how we go into anything is going to dictate how we get through it. And it's going to dictate how we recover from it. And so long COVID is a real concern as is any virus. I cannot emphasize that enough. Long COVID is not a new phenomenon. We have had post-viral syndrome for a long, 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 long time, you guys. It's how I got into naturopathic medicine was because I struggled with it. I suffered from it. I struck, I suffered from post-viral syndrome for over a decade from a fairly benign virus for most people. So all that said is it's really important that we get our health under control and everybody can do something and every something that we do is going to add points to our bank account. So think of it like a bank account. The one thing I've noticed throughout this pandemic, particularly on my social media, is this all or nothing attitude. It's the, well, I have 50 pounds to lose and I'm not going to lose that quickly. So I, for, I forget it. I give up. And that's just the wrong attitude to be having. If you can drop five pounds, you're going to do your joints, your immune system, your metabolic health, and your future self a lot of good. If you can drop 10 pounds, and there's people who need to lose hundreds of pounds, and I get it, it feels way too daunting. And I I don't think that you necessarily have to be a lean, mean, fighting machine to be optimally healthy. In fact, I think a little bit of body fat is actually going to give you some protection. So I'm not talking for the sake of like hotness here. I'm talking for the sake of just having optimized hormones, optimized immune function, optimized metabolic health. I have recently released uh, some wonderful tools to help you with your metabolism over on my website. So you can go ahead and check them out there at drtina.com. But what I want to talk to you about today are three things that you can do for free. And then one tool that I absolutely think every human should try out. So we'll get right into it. Number one, I want to encourage you to walk for 30 minutes a day. This doesn't have to be all at once. 
This can be in increments, but I want to encourage you to figure out a way to actually walk for 30 minutes a day. Full disclosure, I have been sucking at this since winter really took hold in Oregon because I live on a farm that's turned into mud. So I have really been neglecting my walking. And if I do walk, I'm walking on my treadmill. I need to be outside more. Um, I need to be, you know, whether it's rain or shine and I need to get my 30 minutes in. And I want to make that commitment right now to all of you. And I want you guys to make that commitment to me and to everybody else and to your family and to your future self. It's going to increase mobility. It's going to keep you lean. It's going to keep your joints juicy. It's going to keep your metabolism metabolism in check. And it really is going to help you lose stubborn fat that you didn't think would be so easy to lose if you just implemented this one very simple strategy. Next up, I want to encourage you to get AM and afternoon light in your eyes. Now, again, I live in Oregon where it's gray as heck. Sometimes all day long, it's so gray, I can't even stand it. And I'm like, how do I live here? This is crazy. But if you can get yourself outside, uh, I do a little happy dance. I wrap up. I try to stay as warm as I can. And I do a little happy dance. The other day it was warm out and I actually opened my my flannel up and exposed myself to the sun to get as much of it on my skin as I could. And I do a little happy dance out there. I might do some mobility work. Um, I wiggle my hips around. I dance. Sometimes I'll put on a song and dance, but give yourself a few minutes at least before you pick up your phone, before you get blue light exposure from a screen, go outside for a minute or two. Maybe you're going to do that while your coffee's brewing. There are protocols. You guys know how I feel about protocols. People are going to tell you, you need this many minutes. Exactly. Just go get some light on your eyes, people, in the morning, okay? First thing, before you pick up your phone and mess up your circadian rhythm. If you can't do that, I would suggest a sad light. I have one. It's just a a bright, I think it's 10,000 lux. It's a bright light. And I have that sitting next to me coming in tangentially onto my eyes. I turn it on. Like sometimes I'm not kidding. You wake up in Oregon and it is dark out all day long. It's crazy. It looks like it's 4 PM all day. So I'll turn that on to give myself first, first light exposure. And I think that that can be a decent substitute. Of course, it's not the same as going outside. And then you want to also include some light exposure on the horizon in the afternoon. And in both cases, morning and afternoon, we're not staring at the sun. We are getting light exposure looking at the horizon. Don't worry about details of time limits, please. You won't do it then. I I just am done with all of the detailed questions on social media. Exactly what should I do exactly? It's like, come on, people, like be a human being and use your instincts. Does a coyote wake up and stare at the sun for exactly 11 minutes on the dot or, or the horizon, I should say? No, they go about their business outside and they just get exposure to the light to set their body and brain up to accept that it's morning so that their clock works correctly, their internal clock. Same thing in the afternoon. Give yourself some opportunity to get a little afternoon sun. I like to look at the sunset. I live in a beautiful place where I can see the sunset really beautifully out of uh, from most of my windows. And so I, I try to give myself a little bit out there. I might hula hoop out there. I might, again, do a little dance, but just think about it in terms of just being a human. All of these things that I'm telling you, just be a human. Let's not worry about protocols and times and amounts and all of that. The next free tip that I'm going to give you for a free strategy, I should say, is end your showers with cold. I've talked about this before. This is a very powerful tool. I started slacking on it towards the end of summer and lo and behold, got a little coofit in there. Um, 
because I gave it up over the fall and I just got hit with Kufid. I'm not saying I could have avoided that with cold showers, but cold showers do some amazing things for you. Number one, it really helps tonify your immune system. And this is nothing new. This is old school naturopathic medicine, you guys. They've been doing this for a long time all over the world. Giving yourself a cold blast at the end of your shower. Now, do you want to cold plunge into an ice bath, go ahead. That is horrific for me. I, It is one of my goals this year to learn how to handle that. But man, that's a shock to the system and I don't like it. And I don't have, I have the adrenal glands of like, <laughs> they're little piles of dust sitting atop my kidneys at this point. So I'm not a big fan of shocking my central nervous system and potentially giving myself unnecessary adrenal fatigue. So I'm going to end my showers with cold this is how I suggest you do it. Arm, you set it to cool, okay? You don't have to go cold, 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 cold and freak yourself out. Set it to cool and give yourself uh, an opportunity to put your arms and legs in, all right? Just start there and that's it. And then get out, dry off, tell me how you feel. You're gonna feel better, I promise. Then as you get a little braver and a little more used to it, we're gonna start jumping our torso in. Uh, I found that putting my back to it is easier than my breasts and my belly. I do not like cold water on my belly. I don't know why, I hate it. And so getting the front of me exposed to that cold shower is really challenging, but I'll set myself up for it. Sometimes I might say a little cheer and clap my hands. There's some cheers that I remember from high school. I was not a cheerleader, by the way. I actually, fun story. I um, tried out for the cheerleading squad actually to mock them because I thought they were a bunch of snobs and I was a punk rock girl and I took a lot of grief from them. So I decided to try out and then I gave up in the middle because I was like, this isn't fair. I was actually progressing through the tryouts and there were people who really wanted to be a cheerleader and they didn't make the cut because I took the spot because I was making the cut. And I realized that was unfair because I had no intention of actually following through with it. So I got out and um, that's a little side story about me. Think think of me what you will, I was 17 <laughs> and angry. <laughs> So I'm I'm still a little sassy like that. But anyway, front of body, back of body, get your body in there. If you're feeling real brave, get your head under the shower. Taking a cold shower, I think in many ways is harder than getting submerged in cold water. It's different. So you could try it in your bathtub, even cold water submersion in the bathtub. It's so cold right now here that the water coming out of the spout is so cold. I don't need a cold plunge outside. I can just get in my bathtub with just pure cold water. So however you want to do it, um, Easy and gentle, slow and low, ease your way in. But I want to encourage you to think of it as a vitality tonifier. We are tonifying our vitality so that we can be more resilient along the way. Another cool tip about cold exposure is it increases a hormone called adiponectin. And adiponectin is a hormone that protects us against insulin resistance. So there, there's your tip for metabolic resilience. It protects against inflammation and cardiovascular disease. So Cold exposure significantly increases adiponectin levels by up to 70% in some studies. So there's a winner for you right there. Cold exposure for the win. It also increases dopamine, which is our, it's an interesting neurotransmitter. It's our neurotransmitter of reward. So when we set out to do a task and when we complete that task, we get a dopamine hit. It's wonderful. It makes us feel like we have purpose in the world. It makes us proud of ourselves. Most addictions, well, all addictions really are people chasing the dopamine dragon. So whether your addiction is food or whether it's uh, anything, really, gambling, whatever, it that's people seeking out dopamine hits. 
So get your dopamine in and get your adiponectin going with your cold exposure in your shower, in your bathtub. Or if you really want to be a hero, you can do the ice baths. I will be learning about that this year and I'll be reporting back on it for you. I might become a lover of it. I don't know. I might hate it. We'll see. And the last tool, now this one's going to cost you, um, but I've got a good deal for you and you can save $30 on your subscription for a month to Nutrisense.io. They have a product out that is a sensor. It's a continuous glucose monitor sensor. And while it is not designed to treat, prevent, or cure any conditions, what it does is it shows you your blood glucose throughout the day. It's a small monitor that you attach to your body. And I prefer my arm, the back of my arm. And you wear it throughout the day and it stays on for two weeks and you get to see in real time on the NutriSense app, you get to see what's going on with your blood sugar. And I cannot tell you how eye-opening this is. I highly encourage every human being that is able to do so to consider subscribing for at least a month. If you have metabolic dysfunction, I believe a three-month subscription minimum would be the best Uh, idea and investment for you. Uh, A six-month subscription would even be remarkable if you truly are a type 2 diabetic. But this is, I have played with all the gadgets, you guys. I get all of them. I get all of them sent to me. I play with all of them. And I have come back to this sensor. This is my third round with it right now. And every single time I apply this gadget, I am just... It's eye-opening. It's nothing shocking or new. You can go back and listen. I've done episodes in the past about my experience with the uh, NutriSense Continuous Glucose Monitor, but really every single time I'm like, oh, duh. And what I'm noticing most importantly is how my sleep and my stress are impacting my blood sugar and how my blood sugar is impacting my sleep and my stress. And what I want to emphasize, what we're going to be talking about for this entire month of January 2023 really is your hormones and how your hormones are intimately related to your metabolic health. And you just simply cannot have a balanced hormonal system, whether you're a man or a woman, if your metabolic health is not in check. And it doesn't mean you have to be crazy about the way that you eat or drink or or what you put in your mouth. It's not about that. It's about the quality of protein you're eating. It's about the quantity. It's about, again, how stressed out are you? Because boy, my blood sugar spike every time I anticipate stress. I don't even have to have the stress, just anticipating it causes the blood sugar to spike. It's wild. How your your sleep has been. Are you getting enough? And again, your blood sugars will impact your sleep. So you'll start to see spikes of your blood sugar during your sleep. Very, very interesting, very telling. And the best part is, is NutriSense has a dedicated team of dietitians who are so smart. They're very much, uh, they're, a lot of them are traditionally trained as dietitians, registered dietitians, but they're all on our side, you guys. Like they get it. They're hip to the way that I talk about eating, metabolic health, and they're right there on the app for you. They're just right there in the DMs. And so they chat with you in real time and they'll ask you questions and they'll ask you to pause and stop and look and be like, okay, what did we eat here? Here's what happened. 
and they teach you how to analyze the data. And what's really cool is you can put in your meals. And so as you enter your meals throughout, you can take a picture of your meal so you can remember it. You can put in, you can actually go into great detail and put it in so that it actually gives you a macro readout. Or you can just for your own purposes, remind yourself what you put, you know, oh, I had yogurt and blueberries. Or you can put in, I had exactly this many cups of yogurt and this many cups of blueberries, and it'll give you a macro readout. I found this incredibly helpful to reach and hit my protein goals. So that's really the only macro I track is I want to know how much protein I'm getting and am I hitting my goals. So that's been helpful there for me. But you can do all of your macros if you really want to get into it, make the most of your subscription. So incredible tool, highly, highly recommend it. The addition of their app along with their team of dietitians is the uh, icing on the cake. That part is just indispensable. And yes, you can go find continuous glucose monitors out there, but you're not going to get feedback from a live human who knows what they're doing. It's phenomenal. So check out the link in my bio. Go ahead and use the coupon code Dr. Tina. You can get a discount off of your first month subscription. I think it's, again, absolutely a killer idea for 2023. If you're starting out your new year, trying to get your health in order. I'm not a big fan of resolutions. I'm not a big fan of new year, new me. I'm a big fan of goal setting. And so again, some of my goals, and I hope that you'll embark on these with me. 30 minutes a day of walking, whether that's in one sitting or multiple sittings, AM and afternoon light exposure on the eyeballs, on the body if we can, do a little dance out there, ending the uh, showers with cold, and then that continuous glucose monitor for at least a month, if not three, give yourself that gift, that investment into your health and consider it because it is, again, probably the best biohacking tool I've ever ever played with. And I'm a big fan. I'm a convert. It's something I'm going to do quarterly for my health to make sure that I'm staying in check. And I'll tell you the last round I did, it was eye-opening. Nothing new, didn't learn anything new really under the sun. Like I was pretty well aware of what foods would do what to my blood sugar, but to see it in real time is pretty compelling people. So I hope this is helpful. I would love to hear from you guys about ideas that you want to hear around continuous glucose monitors because we've got a whole month of content coming out for you and it's going to be in multiple formats, not just on this podcast. So go ahead and reach out to us at podcast at drtina.com and hit me up with some questions that you have about continuous glucose monitors. I'll try to answer them throughout the month on the pod and in my blog. If you are not aware of my blog, head over there. I've actually got a whole blog post about are you metabolically flexible there on my blog. It's at my website and you can, there's a free assessment guide called Assess Your Metabolic Health. It is a free guide on my website that you can grab. And I also have my metabolic revamp toolkit there. It's a whopping $9 and it is full, chock full of amazing PDFs. There's an ebook, there's a recipe guide. I actually tell you how I eat and why with some wonderful recipes in there and a whole bunch of cheat sheets and guides in there to get you started on your metabolic journey. All of this is for you as a gift kick off to uh, kick off 2023 in the right way and on the right foot. So go ahead and check all of that out there and I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Dr. Tina Show. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram at Dr. Tina, that's D-R-T-Y-N-A and Dr. Tina 2.0, as well as visit my website at drtina.com. This is a Resonant Media production produced by Drake Peterson and mixed by Chris McCone. The theme song is by John the Guilt. 
As always, you can email the show at podcast at drtina.com. And if you like this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. See you next week. This podcast is for general informational purposes only. It does not constitute the practices of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice. I am a doctor, but I am not your doctor. No doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information and the materials linked to this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content on this podcast is intended not to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice from any medical condition they have, and they should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. If you're looking to take back your health, it's time for you to listen to the Real Foodology podcast. From the producer of The Dr. Tina Show comes one of Apple Podcast's top 10 nutrition shows hosted by integrative nutritionist and real food activist Courtney Swan. The Real Foodology podcast is on a mission to change the way we eat. Courtney interviews doctors, food experts, health professionals, and nutrition pioneers to bring you the best info so you can thrive. Somewhere along the way, we lost sight of how impactful our food choices are. But it's never too late to start on the path of better health choices. You'd be so surprised how resilient our bodies are when we start taking care of them. Yes, it's overwhelming, but that's why Courtney's here to help. She breaks it down for you and makes the information more accessible so that you can make more informed decisions in the grocery aisle or restaurant. Listen to the Real Foodology podcast today on your favorite podcast app.